Good morning, Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Hey, what's up with the uh, spectacles today? Oh, you like that? Yeah. I, I am. I'm actually wearing my glasses. Yeah, you kind of look like uh, Harry Carey. What's his guy's no, name? Chicago Cubs? Yeah, I know. They're not that big. Is that, is that his name, Harry Carey? No. Actually, I was wearing these glasses the other day, and my uh, 12-year-old daughter, she so said, you look like Harry Carey? Dad, you're wearing glasses. I said, yeah. And she said, they look really good on you. They do. Yeah, I like oh, them. I like, I mean, you normally, when you see people with, like, really thick black frames... Like that Cubs announcer, right. you're, you're thinking, you know, what's a, is, you know, what's going on with this guy? Is he like from 1940? Right. But they look good on you. All right. So I'm, um, you know, they're kind of darker brown anyway, on the top, lighter we, brown we on the bottom. So let's just move on to the topic du jour. <laughs> let's not get bogged down by the facts, Ray. <laughs> All right. So um, Andy, beep. do you know this man? I do not. Well. That's probably a good thing because I'm about to bash the hell out of it. <laughs> You're just going to point out some. Look here. I, normally on this podcast, we reserve all negative comment. If we have something negative to say about a social media post or a news article, we normally withhold the name. Right. This guy is so flagrant in his BS that I'm going to call him out. <laughs> All right. His name is Andy. We are friends on LinkedIn for the time being. Are you closely linked? Uh, I know some people you say, I'm really closely linked with this guy. (laughs) No, LinkedIn has first connections, second connections, third connections. We are an actual first connection. Okay. So his... As of of today. All right. Here's where the, the nonsense begins. His headline or his title is CEO of the group. Okay. And it's Andy. All right. So that tells you, this guy, you know, he's running his own show, right? Yeah. I mean, this guy. And it's a group. <laughs> so that yeah. means, you know, what? Now, now is, if that, is had, group, if that had been Bill Gates, CEO of the Bill Gates group, that might carry some weight. Yeah. But when it's, you know, Bill Jones, CEO of the Bill Jones group, you don't know. You don't know. I think that's kind of what he's going for, is the you don't know factor. Right. Should I know this guy? Well, <laughs> so uh, I think he paid the 350 bucks to the Secretary of State for whatever state he's in and started an LLC called the <laughs> Group. And, you know, maybe his wife is the uh, COO and he's the CEO. And, uh, and the dog is the CFO. Yeah, right. we get it. So his post starts... With a winky emoji, number one. That's a good start. Got the wink. And then he says, uh, $40,000 a month selling cars, question mark, question mark. Whoa. Okay. Did you ever make $40,000 a month, John? I did not. Me neither. All right. And I did pretty well. Yeah, no kidding. And he says, uh, I have been training this salesperson for the last six months and he just texted me, didn't say texted me. I, I, okay. I don't know the proper grammar on that, right. but I would have said he texted me. All right. So, and he just texted me how much he made for the month of August. This is why I created the lethal sales training program I did so I could create the baddest salespeople in the country. Whatever. He's, you know, he's marketing. It's a lethal training method, it'll kill you. So his picture that he 
puts in with this post is like a zoom time, zoom time. Have you ever watched the CSI shows where they say enhance, enhance, enhance? And it gets closer and yeah. closer, and right? Yeah. And they so can like he zoom is in. Way zoom, like 500 times like, zoom. Yeah. You could see the hair on a cat with a flea on it with the amount of zoom this guy has. And it says commission gross. Forty thousand nine thirty two point four zero. So this guy is obviously promoting this as if he trained a salesperson that has made forty one thousand dollars in the car business in one month. Yeah. Now I think you and I have uh, you know CSI this thing. We have uh, Columboed it. H- having seen enough of. Uh, commission statements yes in our lives we know that typically the commission gross would be the gross dollars commissions are being paid on right that's if i sold 10 cars and i mean i averaged 2000 a car the gross commission would be $20,000 right and then, and then you I- would get your percent of that whether it's 10% or 30% as some dealers pay but right so if we average, you know, I guess the average is twenty percent for uh, for a salesperson. Yeah, he didn't make forty grand. He made eight thousand. He made eight grand, which, which is, is a decent month. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nah, it's nothing to shake a stick at, but yeah, it's it's. I've done better than eight. I've done better than eight. I've done worse than eight. <laughs> yeah, so, I've know, had eight. those months, sure. Yeah, hey, okay. that's, a, that's a decent month for right. a guy. Eight times twelve—that's uh, ninety-six thousand dollars. Yeah. That's a decent eleven for a car salesman. Yeah. I don't but know the month, but the 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 son of a gun did not make forty one thousand dollars right, in a month. Right, and that's, that's why, a half a million dollars a year. And, and right, and that's why the zoom is so tight to the two words and the number. Andy, Beep. you lying sack of crap. <laughs> that salesman didn't make forty one thousand dollars. Did he say he made forty one thousand? He puts. 40000 a month selling cars, question mark, question mark. Question mark, question mark. Isn't that how the, the fake news gets away? They say, did Ray West crash his car last night, question mark? Well, Turns out, no. <laughs> and then they, in the article, they say, no, he did not. Yeah. But he could have because he was driving. These people said he did, and these people <laughs> claim, but as we found out, he did not in fact crash his car last night, which is the very last sentence of the whole article. Right. Yeah. And he should say, can you make 40000 a month selling cars? Question, question mark, mark, question mark. And the answer is, no, you cannot, but you can make eight. And he started it with a winking emoji. So maybe that was his way of being like, you know, ah, hey this guys. Ah, this whole thing really isn't. It's just all tongue in cheek. Wink, yeah. wink. Well, I don't know. I think the COO of the group might uh, want to rein him in a little bit. Do they have a board, I'm wondering? Yeah. Maybe they should vote in a new CEO. Maybe they should. What a jabroni. Yeah. Jeez, man. You're better than that, Andy. You're better I, I than love, that, I love bro. That one. You're better than that. Come on, man. Be somebody. There you go. Well, so what are we talking about today, Ray? We're talking about training. Yes. We're talking about the importance of training, which we have never talked about before. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I- 
Like every show we do. Is are you, are you saying also. that with a winking emoji? Uh, yeah, saying, yes, question mark, question, question mark, mark, question mark. Have we ever talked about training? Is it possible we haven't talked about training? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> We've definitely talked about training. But I think we're going to, after we beat up Andy, we're going to beat up some sales managers today. Right. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the mood we're in. They got nothing going on. Come on. Jeez. Jabronis. Right, did, did we figure out that's why people listen? Because we don't care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they like hearing us tell them that we don't care. Yeah. We see right through it. Give me a break. Come on, man. You're not too busy. All right, so why don't sales managers train their sales staff? Oh, good question. They don't have time, John. They don't have time. Oh, man, they're so busy. The dealer wants this report. They got to get the cars ordered. Man, I got to stock in these four trades. Right. Yeah. I'm working a deal. Tell that story about the, <laughs> the huge car deal day. A huge car deal day? Yeah, oh, well, right. Well, staffing. yeah. This guy I know was in a dealership doing a uh, hiring event, right? And uh, the dealer group had set it up to where no, none of the candidates, right? They needed salespeople. None of the potential candidates in this hiring event could be passed on to the next phase of hiring unless a manager had sat and talked with them. So the guy running the hiring event goes up to the tower. GSM's there with two sales managers, three of them sitting up there. And uh, he says, hey, man, I got three quality candidates. I think these are guys you're going to want to talk to, uh, but I can't pass them along unless one of you guys talk to them. Could one of you guys come talk to them? GSM looks at him and says, man, we do not have the time. We are just too busy right now. There's Slammed. no way. We're just not going to be able to, to Can't meet break with them. away. You know what? Just unfortunately, just let him go. Just, just <laughs> let him go. Well, I, he responded back to the GSM. You realize if I let him go, that's it. I can't, you know, we can't move forward with them because according to your dealer group, they do not want to move forward with anybody unless one of you all have talked to them. Yeah, well, then I guess we're just going to miss out on those. We're going to lose yeah. those. We're just too busy. Swing and a miss. We'll try again next yep. time. So... End of the day comes, he goes back the next day, shows up first thing in the morning, runs into the GSM, and he says, hey, man, how many cars you guys do yesterday? GSM looks at him and says, we did two. We did two cars all day. No, no, no. I heard you were busy. Seriously. <laughs> Quit joking around. How many deals did you do? They were two bit three managers, a GSM and two, two sales managers, and they were too busy and, to go uh, talk to a guy for five or ten minutes, and they did, and they did two deals, two deals, yeah, which is so. the epitome of what goes on, you know, if we're being cynical here. Right. This, this is what you know the sales managers are doing all day. What are they doing? Are they sitting on their ass? Hardest working people who do nothing yeah. all day long, as I've heard it said. I didn't say it. Yeah, it's like, it's like uh, what do you need to be a sales manager? You need to be able to uh, totally demoralize an entire team full of salespeople. <laughs> That's your requirement. <laughs> How good are you at that? I've never heard that before. Yeah. As a requirement. Hey, everybody to the tower. Hey, you all suck. You know, why did I only do two deals yesterday? <laughs> Get out there and sell me a car. 
Right. And bring me a deal. And then they bring up a deal and you look at it for, you know, three seconds. Oh, we we got it here. Go get me a customer. Where's your signature? I don't see anything. So I don't see any miles on the trade. How am I supposed to give you figures if I don't have miles on the trade? I was in a dealership uh, a couple weeks ago and talking to the GM, and we were just reminiscing about our starts in the car business. Yeah. He said when he started in the car business, uh, he his first deal, and you know the people are interested and they're ready to sign, and you know I mean they they agree to terms, and he's all excited, and he goes up to the tower, and. He says, hey, man, I, I got one here. And puts the, the deal sheet down. And he said, "He's oh, really? What do you got? Right? And he said the manager picks up the piece of paper and he starts telling him what he has. Uh, a couple and, you know, here's what they want. And here's what we looked at. And this is the one we landed on. Here's them. He said, while he's talking, the manager slowly taking that piece of paper. And I don't know if you can hear this, but he's crinkling it up like this. Yeah. And he keeps talking, and he starts slowing down in his talking, and finally he stops talking. And he said the manager took it, and he threw it at him. In right face. in his face. And he was like, it was all he could do not to jump across that counter and beat the guy's ass. And, and he said the manager looked at him and said, get me some glue. And to him, you know what glue is. <laughs> get the driver's license. He goes, I don't care. Get a get a wedding ring. Get you know their shoes. I don't you get me something physical that locks them into this. I need some glue on this. Oh he God. said he had to walk back over there, and you know he starts telling them, I, you know, I got a, I, my manager just wants something to make sure that you guys are committed. I. And they're like, well, what do you mean? Like, what what do we give? Like, maybe your ring, and they're laughing, and he's laughing, and the wife takes off her ring, and she's like, okay, you know, thinks he's kind of kidding. Oh, my god! And she lays it down, and he's like, okay, let me take this. I'll be right back. And he was like, I was scared to death. What if we lose her ring? God, this is her ring. But, yeah, the the manager would not not finalize the deal. Yeah. What's that guy's name, Andy? No, this, I gotta this, know. this was. Uh, Did he over, start a consulting group over years thirty later? years ago? I doubt Andy was. Uh, what a moron! Yeah. What a yeah. moron! But you know, just talking about how much how much it had changed. But he would say, yeah, his his manager would always talk about, give me some glue. Yeah, I need glue. Well, well, talking about sales manager horror stories, you know, I know you've heard this one. When I was a sales manager, uh, I'm not going to say the time or the town, but. I was a sales manager, had a GM walk into a morning sales meeting, you know, with the entire group, the entire sales staff, all the managers are in there. And this guy walks in and says, hey, guys, it's Saturday. We're going to have a great day. Let me tell you, I'm off the painkillers. I'm doing better now. And we're going to have a great day today. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a classic. What is what are these dealers thinking? Right. Well, how do you pick these people to promote? Right. Listen, no more drugs and alcohol in my life. I've been off it for 24 hours. I never felt better. (laughs) Look, I quit drinking at 1 o'clock last night, and I'm done with it. I'm done. I I wrote it down. I made a resolution, and here I am. Day one, I'm ready to go. Now, does anybody have any ibuprofen? (laughs) Maybe a uh, an Adderall or two. I don't know. Oh, Jeez. yeah. So, so let's just face it. What we're trying to say here is 
there are a lot of jabronis in dealerships. In business in general. In business in general. And unfortunately, a lot of those jabronis get promoted. Right. Now, let, let's clarify. The majority of sales managers are worth their salt, and they get there, you know, by... Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to commit to the majority. There are a lot of really quality people I've had the great fortune of meeting in the car business. Some some great managers, great motivators, leaders, trainers. People were really committed. I mentioned uh, was in a, did a new hire training uh, in Atlanta when we did that remote and. Uh, Man, that general manager and general sales manager stayed in that training with their 12 new hires for... New hires. Yeah, brand not new veteran guys. No, no, no. Sales training, brand new hires. GM, GSM spent two solid days in the training with those new hires. Yeah, that's crazy. That, I, th- to me, that's huge. Yeah. Right? I mean, those guys are committed to being there, hearing what's being taught, interjecting and, and giving some detail as to what goes on in that dealership. And, and it sounds to me like instead of them hiring 12 to keep four, right. they're hiring 12 to keep 12. Right. Or, you know, damn or, near or close 10. to it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they, they were committed to the success of these people. And I regularly mention to the, the class, you don't understand how unusual it is for you to have a general manager who is as concerned as he is with your well-being at this dealership that he would stand here and participate in this class for two solid days. Because you know, any GM and GSM has plenty of other things that are drawing right. their attention right. uh, and, and over if two GM, solid days. And if a GM and GSM can do that, why can't a sales manager get off their ass and go coach their team? Right, right. You know, why can't you have a 10-minute pump up meeting in the morning right. you know instead of a 10 minute beat down meeting yeah now have, have it encouraged and i tell you the best time to train for me is right after an interaction with a customer right i mean if i'm a active sales manager who's involved in you know taking the early introduction and taking the to and and the like and whether they close the deal or don't close the deal Take a few minutes, you know, after delivery. We'll do that post-action report. Right, or just sit with somebody and go, hey, man, how'd it go for you? Where were you stuck? What did you like? What went wrong? You know, let's talk through it. What are you going to do different next time? And, uh, yeah, because I I think that is one of the hurdles that, that managers run into is, well, when do I do it? And be confident enough in your own ability to walk out on the floor and say, hey, guys, what can I do to help? Right. You know, so many sales managers, it's like they're intimidated to lead these 20 A-type personalities that, you know, they're so scared that they you, you back anyone into a corner, they're going to lash out. Right. And I think a lot of sales managers feel kind of backed into a corner because they feel out of place. Right. And, and or the the opposite that they feel so entitled and so much better than their sales staff that they treat them like dogs. Right. But either way, it's the two extremes. It doesn't have to be that way, man. You're building a team, yes. and the better your team is, the more success you're going to have. Yeah. Now, let me get this out. I've been holding this in for a while, as you told your story. But the good thing about there being a lot of crappy sales managers in the world 
is the same good thing about there being a lot of crappy salespeople. Amen. Is it doesn't take much to outshine them all. To be the exception. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it it doesn't take much to be above average. It's a low bar. The reason every person in the car business you find has a story of an interaction with a crappy sales manager is, there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And and but so, they're fortunately there are a lot of good ones out there and I believe each year that goes by we find more of better quality. It's just it's like, you know, the salespeople, right? I mean, we all have that story, we've been in the car business any length of time, where our training consisted of, you know, there are the cars, there are the keys, go get them, right? Well, our training has gotten better at the lower levels, which I think has provided the conduit for better training at the next level. And, and that's why yeah. when, when we ask, why do you think training's not occurring? I think most of the older managers never had a whole lot of training. So they don't have anything to reference as to when you tell me to go train, what does that mean? Yeah, that's how they were trained is there's the lot, there's your car, you know, there's the, the desk. Keys, yeah. Now, I say it now, there's a the lot, there's your desk, bring me a deal. Right. You say what? There are the cars, there are the keys, go get them. Yeah. 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 Same thing. Right. Yeah. It, it's bring me a deal. Right. Go well, figure I, it out on your own. I have to give a shout out to Taylor Automotive out of Perrysburg, Ohio, just south of Toledo. Uh, guys got uh, Stephen Taylor is the uh, dealer principal has probably four or five rooftops and this guy man I have never seen someone so engaged with his managers and so involved in training right I mean every sales manager I've met at his dealerships and I probably met I don't know a dozen yeah. of his sales managers every one of them were concerned about the sales teams they were leading yeah and, you know, I was there to coach them and, and introduce some new sales processes. And they wanted to know, how is this going to work? How is it going to affect my sales teams? You know, and then, you know, what can I do to to implement this process? Yeah. You know, once they bought in and agreed that it was a good process, they were, they were on board. Yeah. So, I don't know, this comes to mind that there are those exceptions to that rule. There are some great dealer principals and sales oh. managers out there yeah absolutely and and like i said I, I don't think it's it's the the majority are bad or the majority are good i think you know it's probably pretty close to an even split yeah from my experience and i think it is getting better um but yeah i, I think the the dilemma they run into is if, if you walk into a dealership and get the management team together and go hey man you guys need to do more training well, I think that most of them probably think, so what? I got to bring all the people together in a room with a whiteboard and, I, you know, draw something, right. put some numbers up. And, you know, what am I going to Well, they know how to do this and they know how to do that. What am I going to train on? Hey, get out of the tower. Right. That's all you're saying. Yeah. Get out of the tower and and train in real time. On yeah. real, on you know what just was experienced. Yeah. So what we talked about before we hit record was when is the best time to train, and it's all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You always have an opportunity to improve your relationship with your staff and to improve their ability to do their job. Yeah. yeah. And it's a commitment. You you create a culture of training where it's a continually moving forward on opportunities for growth. Wonderful. So uh, what's up with the uh, cowboy boots there, Ray? 
Uh, wow. You got those steel tips no, on? No, 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 no. I, I was going to say, we were, uh, you know, you mentioned me wearing glasses. I'm actually wearing glasses. Yeah. You mentioned me wearing cowboy boots. I am, in fact, wearing cowboy boots. Exactly. So. I, mean, I don't know why you act like I'm making all this stuff up. Uh, okay. The spurs are a little jingly. Uh, They're scaring uh, the uh, office cat here. I, I, I was hoping that we could stick within reality, but uh, no, it's not going to happen. So well, anyway. I want you to do me a favor, Ray. Yeah. Will you thank the listeners for joining us today? I'd be happy to. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. And we hope you'll join us again. like to learn more about John and Ray, visit our website, SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com, where you can also listen to additional episodes or read articles we've written. Or email us directly, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. We'd love to hear show ideas, comments, feedback. What about dealers and sales managers, Ray? If you're a dealer or manager who would like more information on our sales training, BDC training, new hire training, or process evaluation and improvement, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. And don't forget about the total dealership assessment, Ray. That's where we come in, evaluate the sales process, look at the lead flow. I mean, if you've got leads that you're not handling properly, we can help. And we can help both on the variable and fixed operation sides of the dealership. Right, and these are immediate action items that you can put in place tomorrow to sell more cars or write more ROs. Right, simply email us, info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. That's info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com.